understand you're discouraged, but I have a word for you. Hi there, you're welcome back to the Beautifully Flawed Podcast. My name is Tinke and today I want to speak to someone who's discouraged. I want to speak to your heart and I want to let you know that you're not alone. So I understand I understand what it means to be discouraged. I understand what it means to be frustrated. Like this 2020 alone has given us enough reasons to be worried. But at the same time, God has given us enough reasons to be hopeful and to thank him for the hope for better tomorrow. So there is a lot going on and it's 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 just it's normal to be discouraged it's normal to be worried when this year started i had plans in fact like i was so sure that 2020 was going to be the year you know like a lot is going to happen this year i'm going to get that job i'm going to move to a new city i'm going to start a new life and all and then march march changed everything covid19 started and then Everything changed. I was confused. I cried a lot. I was worried. I murmured. I complained. And then, like, my mom was there. My family, my family helped because they kept encouraging me and all. And I, I pray, yes. But then, you know, when you pray and you read the Bible, but then you're still worried. Like, okay, I am praying. I am doing all I need to do, but nothing is forthcoming i understand and nobody has it figured out like nobody has anything figured out so i just want to let you know that it is it is normal to be discouraged it is normal to feel frustrated but god doesn't want us to god doesn't want us to be discouraged because it says it in his word he says i will never leave nor forsake you like as long as you're in God's will, as long as you are in line with God, as long as you believe Him, it's going to it's going to come around. Let's take Job as an example. If you're looking for a perfect example of someone who was perfect in the sight of God, Job is one person. God loved Job so much that that nothing everything seemed perfect for him and then satan came satan came and satan told god like job is this perfect because of the love and the protection you've been giving him just allow me to tempt him a little and see if he won't forsake you now for god to allow that to have happened to job 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 that was perfect job that obeyed him job that served him with all he had if god could allow that temptation if god could allow satan to get hold of him to the extent that everything he had i mean everything he had his wife his children his properties everything just got destroyed and then god but god made it clear to them Satan that he mustn't touch Job's life. Now, it's it's normal to think that wow, God, why would you let that happen to someone you claim you love, someone you claim you would protect? But then, God is God. 
and it does things in the way it pleases. But there is something very important we need to note. God has not placed our lives in the hands of Satan. God has not placed our lives in the hands of Satan. So whatever it is, God wants us to hold on to him. In the book of Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, it says we shouldn't be anxious for anything about anything, but in everything we should pray and give thanks. So God knows that a lot is going to happen, but then we shouldn't we shouldn't we shouldn't be anxious, we shouldn't be scared, we shouldn't be worried. But he wants us to pray, he wants us to seek his face, he wants us to he wants us to trust in him. And he says, and then the peace of God, the peace of God that no one can understand will guard our hearts. Now, like this is so this is so this is so true. Because there are times that I would be I would I would I would cry, I would be frustrated, I would I would complain, and then I pray. Even after, if, and when I pray, it doesn't mean that that thing will just get solved immediately. But there is this peace, there is this hope that yes, God is in control. Like you have to consciously place everything in God's hands. You have to consciously leave God in control. You have to consciously put Him in control. It's a different thing to say God is in control, and it's a different thing to act that out. You have to make it known to God that is in control. And in other words. Don't worry about it. Because if you leave God in control of something and you're worrying about it, then who really is in control? Is it you or God? So if you're going to place God in control, we have to take away worry from our hearts. We have to take away complaints. We have to take away anything that will hinder God from working. Yes. And in the book of Matthew chapter 6, Matthew 6, 20, Matthew 6, 25 to 34. Jesus specifically told us not to worry about anything. Not to worry about anything. Not to worry about tomorrow. Not to worry about what tomorrow holds because tomorrow will take care of itself. Now, he gave an example. Jesus said that the birds of the air, they don't even walk. They don't even do anything. But then he feeds them. And Jesus asked us that, are we not more valuable than these birds? Are you not more valuable than birds? Like God created you in the image of him. He created you in the image of him. You're, you're not an ordinary person. You're God's masterpiece. Like God made you out of his own nature. And you think he won't take care of you. If you can take care of the birds of the air, you think he won't take care of you. And then he went further to ask that anyone, any one of us, by worrying, do we add any single hour to our life? Just ask yourself, but you're worried, you're discouraged about something. But is worrying is worrying going to add anything? Is worrying going to stop that problem from happening? If you're asked to choose between worrying and praying, which would you choose? Obviously, it's going to be prayer. So, just pray. Whatever that's what it's, it's. We are all humans, and it's normal for us to be scared about something, to be scared about the future. Words. But God wants us to trust Him. God didn't promise us a life without problems, but He promised to be with us in the midst of it. 
He promised to guide us through the problems. So, as Christians, as children of God, we shouldn't expect everything to be perfect. But then we should believe that God in his infinite message is there with us, is there to guide us, is there to help us. And we shouldn't be discouraged. We shouldn't be scared. We shouldn't allow anything to get in the way of our relationship with Christ. So, I hope you are encouraged. I don't expect you to be encouraged instantly, but I hope you feel better. And I want you to just pray, believe God. You don't have to pray for one hour, but let your mind be in. Let your mind be connected to God. Let him know that you have no power and you need him to come through for you. And trust me, you'll feel so much better. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you're blessed. So, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.